0: Let's see. i Jesus, born to set thy people free, from our fears and sins release us, let us find our rest in thee. Israel's strength and consolation, hope of all the earth thou art. Dear desire of every nation, joy of every
1: Good morning, both to those of you I'm looking at and those who are looking at us. We know you're out there, and thank you for being part of this day's worship. Uh, I remind you, today is the last Sunday, anyhow, to give to Mercy House, which is our mission for this month. Uh, Do we know what the mission for next month will be, Peggy? It's on the list and you don't have the list. I got (laughs) you. Finally, the bags are here. We are turning all you ladies into bag ladies and all you men into bag men. And so take those home with you. Use them during the 40 days of Lent each day. Uh, Instead of flowers and all the rest of the things that we normally do, we thought we'd offer something that, that gives to others. And so there, there's a list of needs for the Bethel shelters. And each of the 40 days of Lent, put in one of those items, if you care to participate, and bring those bags back filled. And we will bless them on Easter morning. We shall celebrate with shouts of exclamation and hallelujahs and then we will give them where they, those supplies are desperately needed. Overeaters Anonymous begins this Thursday, and we'll meet every Thursday from 1 to 2. Uh, tomorrow we have SPRC. That will be a Ring Central meeting only at 6.30. Tuesday we have an Evangelism and Outreach meeting at 6.30. We're feeding people this week. On Wednesday, we're at the Dorothy Day Soup Kitchen. And uh, next Sunday, we'll be at Plentiful Harvest Kitchen. Janice, anything we need to know about that? You got it all in hand, don't you? You know, always need volunteers. If you want to volunteer next Sunday, uh, please see Janice. Or just show up. I like these on-the-fly announcements, don't you? Yeah, mine too. Any other announcements for this morning? Brenda?
2: I have a t-shirt order follow-up. First of all, we found out that the t-shirts will be available in sizes. We've got up through a 3X there. They're also available in size 4X and 5X. So if you want to look at your order again, or hold up a t-shirt again, you're welcome to try them on. Try to place your orders. They need to be done by Wednesday, March 1st, this coming Wednesday. We need all orders due. And that's so that we can have our shirts in time for the spring festival and wear them that day. Um, We more than likely will order more t-shirts in the future as a bulk um, order, but for this time, Wednesday, March 1st is our deadline. Our payment for these, please get them here by next Sunday, March 5th. That's your final day to pay. And did I leave anything else out? Oh, yes. In order to order the shirts this week, you can come by church and order them, or you can email Lily with your order, and she'll add it to the list.
1: Yes, ma'am. Hope
3: Parker and I have a new great granddaughter, (laughs) born on Ash Wednesday.
1: (laughs) So, how many greats do you have, Hope?
3: Well, that's the first.
1: That's the first. I got you. Okay. Sharon.
4: i just wanted to kind of clarify about the bags uh you do not have to be a member of this church to do this if you have a friend i have a friend who said when she found out what we were doing she said she'd like to do it and she's a baptist (laughs) so um you know just take two bags home maybe you and your husband or you and your friend or whatever can um, fill them up. But if, if you do anywhere as good a job as you did at Christmas time, this will be a great mission. It really will. And I thank you all in advance. But take a bag home. I don't want to see any more bags. So y'all take <laughs> them home. <laughs> thank you, Sharon. All right. We have another Lenten calendar, which is out in the narthex, right? that the women have prepared, and you might want to uh, take a look at that because it supports our mission, UMW mission projects. Right? Right.
1: Steve.
5: Hi. Hi. Um, With March coming upon us starting middle of next week, I'd like to know if there's anyone else, or you can just give your name to Dallas. Uh, An opportunity to help usher in the month of March and moving forward. So uh, if you would, please feel free to sign up, and we'll give you some training.
6: Thanks. Wayne,
5: I just have one thing. I want to thank the church family for your prayers for my mother after her fall, um, everybody's been asking, but um, she the surgery went well. She is uh, finds out tomorrow whether she goes to a rehab center or in-home rehab. Um, so if it's in-home rehab, I'll be back down there again Tuesday. But thanks again for your
3: prayers and concerns. we just got a little bit of recovery left, but we're getting there. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Wayne. Al- along that note, there are prayer requests. I, I don't want to wait until prayer time to announce them. I want you to be praying for them. Uh Before, during, and after we get to the prayer time. Uh, For Amanda, mom and dad, Steve and Diane, everyone knows Amanda, right? She's in the hospital with blood clots in the lungs. Can you tell us more? Hopefully she'll get to go home today. That'd be great. They have wonderful medicines for that nowadays, but it's still something you want to watch. So please be praying for Amanda. Hope and Parker, it's already been announced that they have a new great-granddaughter. Prayers of praise for that. Uh, It doesn't mean you're off the hook, Janice. Be thinking of another reason to praise. We need lots of reasons for praise. Uh, Junior Sturkey, um, having that minor heart procedure, and and Mike put, we hope, minor, uh, on, on Monday. So please be in prayer. Linda uh, Beard is also in the hospital, so we need to remember her very much as well. Fran.
3: Uh, Donna Howenstein. She had a yes. surgery last week and is in a lot of pain, knee, knee replacement surgery. We have several other ones. Also, Betty Portis is having a hip replacement on the 7th of March, and I have not asked Pam, but we're going to pray for Pam for her surgery on March the 21st. Okay. (laughs) You're not turning down prayer, are you, Pam? (laughs) You're not turning down prayer, are you? (laughs)
6: and we were notified that Linda Beards fell and broke her arm has anybody heard how she is again.
1: let's make sure Wayne gets his steps in today <laughs>
3: <laughs> right uh, she did I'm not sure exactly how the accident happened but it's her right arm uh, next to her elbow so, and she's right handed. She is still in the hospital. She also, even with meds, is still in pain. They're uh, ortho Carolina is supposed to be building a, a splint that has not been given to her yet. So, uh, possibility she'll go home soon, but we don't know that for sure. So, I want to add. Um
6: my sister-in-law Toria Elliott she had um, some blood clots and she just got out of the hospital with that as well but um, can I go ahead and do my praise now hmm okay I just want to um, put to everyone's attention the new banners that we have hanging up that Nancy has made for us so thank you so much
4: A fellow teacher that needs prayers. She's going through a lot now. Her name is Kimberly Rada.
1: Lots of prayers. We could just turn this into a prayer service today.
2: I have asked for
6: prayers for uh, Larry Harker, and things are not very well. I heard he has stage four cancer, and he. Not only has that, but he had a swelling on his brain. And just, he also has Gillian barre syndrome. So prayers are really needed there. So I appreciate it. And also for my friends, uh, Bill and Lois Ryder. Thank you.
3: Thank you, Marge. That's Gillian Barre syndrome.
1: I think we need to uh, welcome Bob Garrison back to the congregation this morning. Hey, Bob, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> She's ratting you out. So pray for Sharon having eye surgery March 1. Anyone else? That's a great thing to do. Let's, let's be praying for them as we come to the time of prayer later in this service. Will you please stand for the entrance of the cross and the light and love of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. join in our call to worship. As children of the Most High, tempt tempt us, us, O Lord. Tempt "Tempt us to love our enemies. For your glory's sake, tempt tempt us to to do good to to those who hate us. By the power of your Holy Spirit, tempt "Tempt us to bless those who curse us and And pray for those who wrong us. Tempt us, us, Holy Lord, to be merciful even as you have been abundantly merciful to us in your sacred name we pray amen, amen. one voice and one heart, let us join together, saying, praying, believing, walking, living the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, Miss Audrey, everyone is waiting and excited, especially you Nora. That is Nora's okay, excited face. Says.
4: Yeah, but they're on play, too. Okay, okay so you got to help me. Okay, so I need, we need to, we're going to play a little, Nora and I are going to play a little game with you this morning. So if you've want to participate, please participate with her and us, okay? So um, how many of you know how to play the game Simon Says? Okay, good. So if Simon says to do something, even you guys too, okay, um, you do it. But if Simon doesn't say to do it, then you're not supposed to do it, okay? So you have to put on your listening ears and listen very carefully. So I'm going to start really easy, okay? Let's play. Simon Says, raise your hand. Okay, Simon says, raise your other hand. Okay, now put your hands down. Ooh, look, we got some of them, didn't we? We did. Okay, now you think you got it now? Okay. All right, so Simon says, put your hands down. Listen carefully. Okay, Simon says, flap your elbows like a chicken. Okay, Simon says, touch your nose. Simon says, touch your ear. Hold on your ear a little bit. Okay, I still got some of you. All right, thank you so much. (laughs) Some of y'all, they need to be good listeners, don't they? Okay, in the game, Simon says, we do what Simon says to do, but in real life, we should do what the Bible tells us to do. There was a time in the Bible when God's enemy, the devil, tried to trick Jesus into doing something that he knew was wrong, but Jesus didn't fall for it because Jesus knew what the Bible said. Sometimes, a lot of times, the devil wants to trick us too. Like if someone hurts us, the Bible says not to hurt them back, but the devil wants us to think it's okay because they hurt us first. We can tell the devil, I don't hurt back because I follow the Bible. Or if we accidentally break something, the Bible tells us to tell the truth, but the devil might want us to think it's better to hide it so we don't get in trouble. We can tell the devil, I tell the truth because I follow the Bible. When the devil tried to trick Jesus, he told the devil, the Bible tells me to do something different. I follow the Bible. So let's all follow the Bible. And be careful, just like Simon, for the devil not to trick you. Okay? Can we close our hands and bow our heads for a short prayer? Dear God in heaven, help us to do what Jesus did. Follow his example. Help us to do what the Bible tells us to do instead of listening to what the devil wants us to do. In Jesus' name, all the children said, Amen. Thank you, Nora.
5: you to know that the anthem title is not a typo or a copy-paste error. It is very intentional. We will be singing the same text as you sang in number 269, but a very different musical setting. So I invite you to turn in, to, in your hymnal to 269 so that you can follow the text as we sing a different musical setting of Lord who Throughout out these 40 days.
1: You have heard the prayer requests, so let us pray. God of life, you are as near to us as our breath. Touch our eyes that we may see you in one another. Open our ears that we may hear your voice in the cries of the oppressed. Enter our hearts that we may be filled with your love toward all people. Come, O God of life and breath and wholeness. Be with us now. Show us the way to new life and grant us the courage to be people of your way. Surprise us with joy this Lenten season. The joy of knowing you forgive our sins. The joy of knowing you love us deeply. The joy of surrendering our lives to you. Remove the distractions that take our gaze away from your glory. Quiet the noise that gets louder than our faith. Help us to surrender our burdens. We repent of all that is sinful. Lord Jesus, forgive us especially when we take the sacrifices of others for granted. Our troops and their families, those who protect us, those who work for a healthier and stronger community, the leaders of our church whose greatest desire is to grow our faith and to deepen our communion with you. Forgive us when we take your sacrifice for granted, cheapening your grace and your goodness. We give you our hearts, for we know that you conquered every bit of evil when you rose to life again. Help us to worship you through all we say and do throughout the coming weeks. Jesus, we know your journey to the cross was full of betrayal and grief, torture and darkness. Most of all, your journey to the cross was filled with love for us. Let us receive this greatest of all gifts with worship, with praise never ceasing, May our worship be unending. May our love for you find new depths and bring us new hope and new healing. Even through our pain and doubt, our questions and our searching. Show us your resurrection life springing up from the dry dust of our lives. Surprise us with the joy of it all. Give us eyes to see you are working in all the circumstances of our lives. Give us a hunger to read your word and to know you more each day. Hear now our prayer for others. Trade the ashes of their lives for the beauty of your presence. Trade our mourning and our grief for the oil of gladness that comes from your spirit. Trade our despair for hope and praise. Thank you for being with us in whatever we face and for being greater than any trial. Because of you, we know that our futures are in your hands and are filled with goodness. You, great God, make all things right. With praise for your wondrous love, hear us as we pray together the prayer you still teach us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name.
6: Jesus Christ, my Savior, lived for me and died. Source of my salvation, yet was crucified. Peace that knows no measure. sinful ways He These forty nights and days, and Lord, by your grace, help us change our sinful ways.
7: Oh.
5: Our psalter this morning is Psalm 32, found in number 766 in your hymnal. We invite you to join in the response. Blessed are those whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed are those whom the Lord does not hold
7: guilty, and in his spirit there is no deceit.
5: When I did not declare my sin, my body wasted away, through my groaning all day long.
7: For day and night the commandment was heavy upon me. My strength was dried
5: up at the time he I acknowledge my sin to you and I did not hide my iniquity.
7: I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Be glad in the Lord, and rejoice. Shall joy you of my
5: Therefore, let those who are godly offer prayer to you, You are a hiding place for me. You preserve me from trouble. You encompass me with deliverance.
7: I will instruct you
1: and teach you
7: the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you.
5: Do not be like an unruly horse or a mule without understanding, whose tempter must be curbed with bit and bridle. Many are the Glad in the Lord and rejoice, O righteous. Shout for joy. Scripture comes from Matthew 4, verses 1 through 11, the temptation of Jesus. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He fasted forty days and forty nights, and afterwards he was famished. The tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And he said to him, All these I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil left him and suddenly angels came And waited on him. This is the word of God
1: for the people of God.
7: God.
1: What are the three things that are certain in life? Death, Death. taxes, temptation. Uh, If you've ever been tempted, raise your hand. And the rest of you, I want to talk about the sin of lying. We have all been tempted, and we know it. We're like that little boy who was told flat out by his parents, do not stop to swim in the pond on your way home. And he comes home, and he's wearing his swim trunks, and they're soaking wet. And they said, well... What in the world? We told you why. What, why did you even have your, your bathing suit with you? He said, In case I got tempted. <laughs> we, we prepare for temptation, don't we? I, I heard a very wise person say, What's the greatest weapon against temptation? Oh, and we all, you know, because we were seminary students. We we were brilliant. Just ask us. We would have told you. We were brilliant. And we sat there giving all sorts of great, profound theological arguments, answers. he looked at us and he said, the greatest weapon against sin is your feet. Run from it. Get out of that situation. Get away from that thing. Makes a lot of sense. Except that's so hard in the moment, isn't it? Well, even Jesus was tempted. But Jesus fought that temptation. And let us take time to look at that today. Lord, we thank you that you did endure so much of what we do in life, especially temptation. And if you can overcome with your help, so can we. Show us your way. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Now, I've got a confession to make. For the longest time, and I'm talking years here, for the longest time, I had a real problem with these verses. The temptation of Jesus, well, I looked at the temptations. I read the story. I studied them. I knew what they were saying. I opened the books. I read what other great minds, greater than mine, were saying. But still, I had a hard time relating to these temptations. I have never been tempted to turn stones into bread. I don't want to be king over all the nations of the earth. And I certainly don't want to climb up to the top of the highest United Methodist steeple in South Carolina and jump. These are Messiah temptations. These are God-sized temptations. And even if I wanted to turn stones into bread, I couldn't. I don't know how. Evidently, the divinity school at Duke University was just second-rate. They never taught me how to do that. Or maybe I just missed the class that day. Fortunately, fortunately, our God has a way of getting us where we need to be. Remember Jonah? Jonah did not want to go to Nineveh. He did not want to be God's prophet. He didn't want to forgive those people. He wanted God to strike them all dead, so he ran in the opposite direction. So God sent Jonah a taxi in the form of a fish. And he said, you jump into that taxi or all these men on this ship, these innocent men that had nothing to do with this are going to die in this storm. So Jonah jumped into the water and into the taxi Who delivered him on shore where God needed him to be? Ask Joseph if God doesn't get you where you need to be. He needed Joseph in Egypt. So how did God's plan work out? Well, let's see. Joseph was sold into slavery by his brothers. He was carted off to Egypt in a slave cart. He was falsely accused of a crime, then placed in prison. It was in prison that his ability as an interpreter of dreams became known. And it was his ability as an interpreter of dreams that brought Joseph to Pharaoh's attention. And got Joseph to the right place at the right time according to God's plan. That's an awful lot of coincidences to be a coincidence. Jesus was led into the wilderness, not by the devil, but by the Holy Spirit. Not a coincidence. Jesus was tested by the devil. Not a coincidence. Jesus starved for 40 days. Not a coincidence. And the first temptation of a hungering Jesus was to turn stones into bread. Not a coincidence, but all according to to God's plan, God's plan. You see, there it is. That is what these verses are really all about. God's plan. The devil wasn't tempting Jesus to take the edge off his hunger, to have a snack. He was Tempting Jesus to solve one of his problems without God. Without seeking God's will. That's a temptation I can relate to. I think many of us can. How often do we truly make decisions in our lives based on God's will for us. When was the last time we prayed a prayer that says, I'm seeking your will? What is it? What do you want me to do, God? I'm yours. In the adult Bible uh, study, I I have them every week looking for, for God. Where did you see God this week? Where did you hear God this week? God is around us Always, God is speaking, communicating, loving, honoring, being with. And how can we call ourselves Christian if we aren't following what Jesus tells us to say and do? People who are Christians... If you love me, obey my commandments. How can we hear God's will? We need to know that. We need to find that and experience that. The devil wasn't tempting Jesus with the power and the prestige offered by the kingdoms of the world. But he was tempting Jesus to go off of God's plan, away from it. The devil wasn't tempting Jesus to jump off a temple roof. He was tempting Jesus to tell God what to do. And isn't that a temptation all of us can relate to as well? In a hospital room, at a hospital bed, heal. And God doesn't. Say. And God doesn't. Spare. And God doesn't. Be merciful. And God isn't. At least not in the ways we expect, because telling God what to do is a temptation all of us can relate to. These were all temptations away from God's plan and for Jesus to follow his own plan. The devil was tempting Jesus to forget that God is in charge. Do we need that reminder as we enter these days of Lent? To remember that God is in charge. To remember that we can trust God with everything. I want that reminder. I love knowing my future and my present are in God's hands. I want you to, to listen to a song choir members are going to sing. Be still. My soul. Uh, I I think these words, this hymn, ought to be our hymn throughout this season, all the way up to Good Friday and Easter morning. I didn't know you could get that low, Al. You were in the basement. Part of God's plan? Be still, my soul. The Lord is on your side. Is there any greater message we can have than that? Bear patiently. The cross of grief. For pain leave to your God to order and provide. In every change, God faithful will remain. Be still, my soul, your best, your heavenly friend. Through thorny ways leads to a joyful end. And the second verse begins, Be still, my soul, your God will undertake. Before the days of political correctness and everyone getting woke and socially sensitized, there came a story about Abbot John the Dwarf. Now, Abbot John prayed that all passion be taken from him. His prayer was granted, and he went to one of the elders and said, You see before you a man who is completely at rest and has no more temptations. The elder surprised him. Instead of praising him, the elder said, Go and pray quickly to the Lord to command some struggle to be stirred up in you for the soul is only matured in battle. Abidjan did this, and when the temptation started up again, he did not pray for the struggle to be taken from him. Instead, he prayed, Lord, give me strength to get through the fight. Lead me, Lord. Direct me by your Holy Spirit. These must be our prayers of Lent. Someone once said that you know you are Catholic when you genuflect before entering a row at a movie theater. Well, these verses tell us that we know we are Christians only when we seek and live God's plan. Let's face the truth that we all know. Lent can be absolutely exhausting, can't it? It can wear you out. Giving up sweet tea to help us remember what Jesus gave up, like sweet tea and your life on a cross can be compared Here's a better way. Consider it a Lenten challenge from your pastor to you. Live each day of Lent listening for God's direction, desperately wanting nothing more than to hear God's voice. What an adventure Lent could become Instead of being completely worn out when Lent finally ends and we are put out of our superficial misery, imagine what it would be like to come to Easter morning energized, filled with new life, fully living the promise of our faith. Isn't that what Lent should be? Amen. ever wilderness the Spirit has brought you to, walk in boldness as a beloved child of God, walk in peace under the shelter of the Most High, walk in faith knowing Christ our Lord walks with you, and may you find new life in abundance during these days of Lent. Amen.